0: everybody so clearly special edition special edition our halloween episode obviously right now as we're recording it's the 27th of october but um with that being said we have one of my uh favorite and and correct me if i say uh spooky wrestlers of all time um but yeah we have trevor eon in the house today ladies and gentlemen how's it going trevor
1: pretty good so far
0: good good uh, it's good to talk to you. I think the last time I saw you live and in person was at Lemonade Park for Journey Pro. Um, and yeah. I believe you were supposed to be back uh, this coming Friday, but Journey Pro had some technical difficulties, so they, to po- they have to postpone. Did you have, you want a ticket, right, to the Ticket to Ride yeah. match? Okay, that's why I, I thought. Did. So that's why you'll be coming back. Awesome. Um, so I want to do things a little bit differently than, uh, I've watched a handful of interviews with you as well just so i didn't retread any territory i'm not really yeah. a big fan of doing that as much as possible but uh like you know i'm aware from those interviews that your first technical bump uh was at home depot and not in the ring uh, oh, yeah, you know <laughs> things like that Ugh. so uh, <laughs> also that you you know you dabbled in some boxing you you, you messed around in the music business a uh, little bit here and there so you know mm-hmm. there's there's obviously a peppered uh background for you but as far as growing up in georgia and atlanta is there and has there been uh, a thriving wrestling scene out there i mean because i know there are certain states and cities that do but i i don't hear a whole lot about atlanta
1: it's kind of on and off here like when i when i started wrestling in like 2011 and when i first started to like go to shows with like the folks from my school in 2010, the end of 2010, middle of 2010 or so, like there was a lot of shows here and now there's like five. Yeah. (laughs) But, But like the quality of those shows has also changed too. Cause like the five shows here now are really good shows. Cause we got like, we got Atlanta wrestling entertainment here. We got Southern honor wrestling here uh platinum championship wrestling's up and running again anarchy wrestling is still kicking It used to be wild side right it's still kicking like my whole reason for wanting to work there is because I used to watch wild side when I was a teenager got you and, and I saw like AJ Styles and R-Truth and all these guys on there and I'm like man I want to work there and then I got into wrestling and I'm like this place is right there <laughs> I had no idea
0: that's crazy you know? yeah and I feel like the uh yeah. the quality of the indies in general over the last yeah 10 15 years clearly is, yeah. But up, oh, actually, you know what? I think the ghost has appeared. Oh, the ghost has appeared.
2: <laughs> Let's see. Holy cow! Okay, that. <laughs> there we go. No. All right, what's that up, That was Pat? a nightmare. I, not much. I apologize. Uh, Trevor, nice okay. to meet you. So- sorry, <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> so, okay. to catch you up to speed, Patrick. <laughs>
0: Uh, what I said was earlier before we started recording is that if you weren't able to jump on the call, I was just gonna say you were dressed as a ghost for Halloween. <laughs> so, thank you for taking your mask off finally. Um, so what we're yeah. what we're discussing right now is just the uh, the state of the Indies now, especially in Georgia where he comes from. Um, and yeah, like I said, because I, like I I talked to Gary J a few times uh, a little while ago and. We were discussing how when I was training originally, which didn't last very long, um, yeah. it was 2003, 2004, it was not the same Indies as it is today at all. Um, you know, it was filled with the, the overaged, overweight guys who were friends <laughs> with the promoter and the guy with the money. So they were champion for, you know, years and years and years. And the new guys yeah. didn't get yeah. to do anything specific. <laughs> um, now, don't get me
1: wrong. That does still happen. Oh, it does. No, (laughs) totally. And we have a couple of promotions
0: here that do it still as well. Um, Yeah. So, but you're saying, though, within the last few years, it's it's finally started to kind of come up, or do you find yourself having to reach out to other promotions out of uh, Georgia more often?
1: Like, we have less shows, but those shows are, like, way higher quality now. Gotcha. Like, we – I remember when I started, we didn't have, like – we didn't really have shows that, like, were taste making shows that like get you a buzz but now like action wrestling is here and you i've seen people just build a whole buzz off of just being there a lot and then they end up in a lot of other places i haven't i never wrestled much in georgia like i was always kind of a traveling guy i i wrestled at uh i wrestled at anarchy regularly for a little while i wrestled at peach state and which is peach state's on hiatus right now even though i'm one of their champions so i have to mention just gotcha. holding one of the titles and <laughs> day, uh,
0: day, days with the title is days with the title regardless
1: yeah because it ain't like i haven't been defending it because i have right. still been defending it <laughs> and like peach state platinum championship wrestling and anarchy wrestling i was at all of them regularly for a little while and then when that kind of when my runs with them was over like i just kind of I started just going everywhere. Like I would jump in the car by myself. I would jump in the car if somebody had a spot. I just and since I ain't really like I didn't have any friends or anything in the business when I got started, with the exception of like one guy. Right. And I'm first generation, so I ain't really know nobody. I ain't know nothing. I was just like, I see the shows going on. I kind of want to be on it. I'm gonna just drive up there and see what they say. Cause my <laughs> trainer said that's what he used to do. But back then you couldn't email nobody or send him a message to be like, hey, right. I'm coming to your show.
0: Yeah, you there was no DMs back your- then.
1: Yeah, you had to bring a disc or a VHS with your match on it and a piece of, like, a picture so they could see. Just So I was like, I'm going to just take advantage of it. I have been to some shows like a bajillion times, and they never used me. And then some shows I went the first time, and they're like, hey, thanks for coming. What are you doing next month? So you just, you just
0: never know. I forget exactly who it was. One of the podcasts I was listening to, they said that they literally went to whatever the promotion was. They sat down in whatever the lobby was or no it was a training facility it wasn't actually for the shows but and they sat there and waited and waited and waited and waited every show every single opportunity until finally yeah. it was like a year and a half or so later they noticed like okay this big dude's been sitting here for like All a year now we need somebody let's let's give them a shot and then sure enough i wish i could remember who it was but they ended up yeah. being huge um if you were say you you had to back out of wrestling for whatever reason then you st- still stayed involved and kind of stayed as like a scout of some kind um mm-hmm. who's like your top 3 or 3 to 5 names that you would uh you would run a rope up for what you would think would be the best of the best right now outside of yourself clearly
1: i would immediately like if I, if somebody just threw that kind of power at me i would immediately sign joe black william huckabee and probably there's a whole lot of people this could be <laughs> the last spot. The last spot's always the hardest. I want to say, I want to say Trisha Dora. Trisha Dora. Yeah. And I would like start my build around the three of them. Okay. Or I would start like shoving them down people's throats. Like, Hey, look at these three people. <laughs> They're great.
0: That's kind of the point it. of the question too. Yeah. I want, mm-hmm. I want, cause like I said, I respect your work, especially what little I've seen. Um, and, and so this will kind of transition. So I knew about your work prior to your AEW dark, uh, experience oh. in June. Um, it wasn't extensive, but I did know what your name, mm-hmm. who your name was before you were on dark. Um, and obviously you tagged up against team Taz on, uh, the June 7th edition of dark. What was your experience at AEW? Like
1: I, I had a great time. It probably helped me that a lot of people that work there now are people that I was on shows with when I lived in New York yep. or people that I've run into before. Like I, I knew Max Caster before AW because I went to Creative Pro for a, little, a few times while I was gotcha. in, uh, on Long Island. That's I uh, I was uh, I used to be pretty close with Priscilla. And she was married to Darby, so they came mm-hmm. and hung out with us in New York and uh so i like i knew i recognized a lot of people because we had already met so right so i was like oh yeah it's good to see everybody i know already so <laughs> it was really really cool because it was like being in the, of the locker room except there was way more money floating around yeah it and, was uh, kind of
0: more comfortable walking mm-hmm, into that but it was such a huge it was environment
1: like it's like hanging out with a bunch of people you know but doing like the best job in the world
0: yeah right yeah yeah and you know even though the match wasn't a very extensive match or anything like that yeah it was, you know, the, the, the role was, was there, but it's still like just the idea of being in the ring with two guys from their company that are clearly supposed to be, you know, a big deal here soon. Um, yeah. yeah so just, I mean, that's
1: how I took, that's how I took it too. Right. And like, I, you'd be surprised at the amount of, uh, you should be surprised at what you get out of just even that little bit of exposure, three minutes. Right. And all I did was just, I'ma just make sure everybody knows I can move and I can go. And that's what
0: Hey, at least you, you didn't take right. like 15 uh scoop slams. So. Oh my god. My <laughs> party. I thought after my the floor third floor one, party. I was like, okay, and then fourth one, and then a fifth one, and then a sixth one. I'm like, God damn. Shout out
1: to shout out to Kendall Blake for being a gangster. Just, <laughs> that's a lot. I remember the early days of training where you just would bump for hours. Right. I remember like in Japan where we was just training our asses off for hours like that and watching him take all those body slams. That's what it was like. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. That's am uh, I'm, I'm notorious for bringing up the story of when the first uh, slam I ever officially took in a ring in mm-hmm. my quote unquote training um, was mm-hmm. from band Dan, the beast Severn. Um, wow. I was, about, I was about 120 pounds. Uh, yeah. And he acted like I was Andre. Um. So my back <laughs> still isn't right, uh but yeah. So I can't even imagine every time he took one more and one more and one more, and every time I just I I, I wanted to curl up because yes, yeah. he took. And that's I mean that's Hobbs, man. You know he's not just light letting you down lightly. Um, big, big, strong,
1: big, big, strong boy for real, big, strong boy.
0: <laughs> uh, so ten years almost, right? You've been in yeah in, November.
1: I think November eleventh. Ten years. So it's coming up
0: yeah that's insane man uh obviously you've been all over the place um and I've heard you talk a little bit about your your you know you were five or six or so when you finally got into wrestling with your grandma and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff um when you really found your own spot as a fan as in wrestling where was it was it ECW was it WCW was it WWF
1: it was it was WCW and then some ECW because a lot of people that are like all time favorites of mine, like Raven, were super prominent there. I was going like, to bring that up. Masato Tanaka yeah. was always on there, so I was always watching for them. Right. And then when WCW kind of died, we all like we all kind of gravitated towards just watching WWE for a little while, especially because the Ruthless Aggression was coming up. And I right. I make no bones about praising the the Ruthless Aggression era. Right. Like, yeah. And then and well, then I just go any wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And then somewhere in there, I found out about like. Ring of honor and stuff like that. And that's when I was just kind of like, man, I didn't know there was wrestling outside of these big companies. I thought you yeah. just, I thought you went there and applied for a job and then you get hired <laughs> and then they make your I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea that you could, that there was all these other little wrestling companies. And then I just started losing my mind because I was like absorbing all of that. And in between all of this, I was always watching Japanese wrestling. Okay. Always. Like, if I, I used to rent tapes from Blockbuster. <laughs> yep this that series
2: I, yeah i i did the same thing with wwf back in the 80s you know watching yeah. old king of the rings that weren't even televised and stuff you know i know four yeah. competitors in there but i'm still <laughs> like whoa yeah uh, <laughs> oh yeah
0: it's funny i remember i used her, to rent uh,
1: those I, in the old ufcs i used to rent those
0: i remember doing that too yep the yeah. old ufcs for sure
1: my mom would look at me like what are you doing it's so all this <laughs> violence and i'm just like i like violence leave me alone
0: it keeps me calm mom
1: right Uh
0: (laughs) so um if if say let's say for whatever reason and it would be extremely unfortunate for whatever reason wrestling kind of fell apart for you would you ever Mm -hmm. lean back into something like boxing or the or the music side of things
1: um i would probably end up especially because at my age like i'd be a senior fighter if i tried to fight now so it's probably way too late, especially because wrestling has been beating the crap out of me for 10 years, but right. I would probably just lean into music. Cause I'm, I haven't, I never really stopped working.
0: That's what I'm my next question out. is going to be. Yeah.
1: So I, uh, I would probably just focus on that. Um, I've always, I've kind of have this growing thought in my head to have my own goth night. So uh, that's probably, that's going to happen. Whether I end up having to retire tomorrow, like right. that, I'm, that's come that's coming at some point it okay. might not be this year or next year or anything like that but that's definitely something i'm working on
0: that's pretty um, cool
1: yeah so it'll be it would be all that stuff like i would probably just actively start putting out music and trying to tour again uh i have a like a t-shirt line that i'm working on that i'll pro- I probably just focus all my energy on that i've been working on like a graphic novel for the last like i don't know 10 years that i just cannot stay focused on so i'll probably sit down and finish it regardless
0: yeah regardless you have a lot of things to fall back on yeah. is what you're saying yeah which is rare yeah I, quality. I have a lot
1: of crap going on that i i focus less <laughs> on to focus on
0: wrestling I, I i don't have the wrestling to focus on so i have like a million projects that are half finished yeah. as we speak
2: yeah um, me too <laughs> one one thing uh i wanted to add because uh yeah when uh when lucha chris was like hey we, we're gonna interview trevor eon and i was like awesome who's that uh so <laughs> i went on to youtube <laughs> Damn, who else and I got? I, and, yeah and you know in uh um whether it's you know my fault or my defense or whatever you know i'm uh just now getting big into the indies um mm-hmm. so you know i went through it and you know i started watching a bunch of your matches a bunch of your pro- and you're the, the whole gothic gangster thing i absolutely love it that is, it is so cool because it's such a different take on, you know, you, I, I've never seen anybody with anything like that before. So I guess it's not just a question, more of a, you know, a little mark out praise of like, dude, that, that is really cool. That, you know, that got the gangster thing, you know, and, and the bad bat or big bat, big bat. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I love that whole, I, I love that whole look. It's so cool. You know, it, really, really good. The funny, the funniest thing about a lot
1: of that is a lot of that wasn't like something I necessarily designed it was stuff that was given to me in my personal life that I just added to <laughs> wrestling. Like the big bat thing, because so newer, newer goths are called baby bats. I've been around the scene for like a little oh, longer than I've been wrestling. So like 11 to 12 years now. And I've always been kind of one of the, like if I'm at the show, especially like here in Atlanta, like if I'm at the show, if you need somebody to walk you to your car, I would do it. if, <laughs> People need a doorman and any security or whatever or go-go dance or anything. Usually if I'm at the event or I'm available, I'll do it. If people at concerts need help, bands need help loading in, loading out, whatever, I'm usually, the I'll usually jump to help, especially when it comes to like moving heavy stuff. Right. Like, well, you're pro wrestler. You can move stuff for me. Because of that, <laughs> yeah. it kind of turned into like, oh, like me be kind of being like an older brother kind of thing. And then I was like, huh that nickname i was looking for a nickname to go along with the original gothic gangster thing that kind of sounds like you know how, like crime bosses have nicknames like the yeah. big man or the whatever yeah. i wanted something like that and i'm like well goth bats <laughs> crime what if you just what if you're a big bat and i'm like oh you know what yeah and here we are <laughs> Dude,
0: that's way better than in the sopranos being called pussy so
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Would, I would have to do some serious. I would have to jump through some serious hoops to be able to pull
2: that off. Oh <laughs> man!
0: And that and that's the fun thing to go based on his uh his his comment there. You know, with the like, I get a, a little bit of the Gangrel thing. I get a little bit like when you sit in the corner during the at the beginning of the matches. That uh, to me, that's clearly a callback to Raven. A little bit. I don't know yeah. if it, if it actually is, but that's just the vibe it I is. get. So I feel I like just, oh, nice. I sat That's on the cool. turnbuckle
1: instead of the ground. Cause I don't want right. to copy exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All. <laughs> I, I dig it though. Cause you have all these influences and you're able to kind of cut them all down a little bit to work for you and not completely be any type of ripoff or anything like that. You make yeah. all your influences work for you, which I think is the the perfect evolution of a new wrestler or, you know, obviously not new you're 10 years deep at this point, <laughs> but uh So, yeah, but I can appreciate the fact that you can really pick those things apart whether you do it consciously or not. You know what I mean? I think I've always been a fan of people who can do that and you're very, very good at it. Um, Let's see. So moving on a little bit, um, what would be, what's your ideal end game? At least as far as wrestling is concerned, or at least, and maybe if it's not the end game, within you know what's a five-year goal like where do you where do you want to be at least within the next five years
1: so my real like my real actual goal is to just be a traveling international professional wrestler I don't necessarily care if I'm signed somewhere right I don't really care if it's on this show or that show I really just want to be able to wrestle in different countries regularly and wrestle, like, whatever huge shows are here, even if they're not on TV, even right. if it's not, like, WWE or AEW or Impact, ROH, or whatever. Because I know, like, with my style and with, like, the presentation I have, it's going to be kind of a hard sell. And then, like, when you look at, like, like say, at AEW, well, they have Tommy End, and we're, <laughs> we're basically the yeah. same... Except he's a death metal guy and I'm a goth dude, but it's right. it's the same thing. And I'm just like, well, they probably don't want. Well, they probably don't want two of y'all, even though like the the only I mean, I guess the major difference is me being black will change kind of the perspective.
0: Sure,
1: but still, for the most part, satanic demon guy, <laughs> satanic demon guy. Fair
0: enough. Just because one of y'all is
1: black and one of y'all is white doesn't mean that. And then we both like to strike, so I was just like, oh okay it'd be a,
0: Oops. It'd be a, a dope tab t- tag team yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm gonna put that into the i universe. personally
1: say you take me him Ryzen, and abaddon and put us all in my oh god house, oh, of black. Like, uh, house of black I, i'm just saying
0: oh yeah that would be like i said i'm gonna manifest it i'm saying it now
1: i, I think <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure i've tweeted it too because i was and i normally don't tweet stuff like that but i was like <laughs> this is <just> way too <laughs> obvious for me not to say something
2: well,
0: and I, th- I think, too, based on, uh, you know, if this was an option, you know, I think Impact would be a good fit, too, because they do have mm-hmm. that influx of the, uh, I don't know, darker characters would be the the, the, yeah. the right term to use, you know, with, you know, that crazy Steve. I don't even know if he's yes. there anymore, to be honest. But, yeah, they've yeah, got that is. whole he kind is. of, yeah. uh, they've always had that, it seems like. They've always yeah, had that, whole, yeah. that niche of, uh, of some of the darker, more, I guess, evil characters or whatever. but did yeah. um, you then, think about
1: it, you dropped me an Impact now the decay the is there right Zoo young good friend of mine she's there uh there's a lot of like little stuff i think you could do to make people be like oh and go crazy for sure and and i i'm absolutely not like opposed to sign a contract so
0: oh, I, I get what you're saying it. so no one
1: watch this and say hey trevor doesn't want to be signed i did not say that yeah
0: we
2: had this <laughs> filled out but uh, he just wants to travel it's... Yeah.
0: Well, and, I said and, that I
2: would be okay <laughs> if I just traveled, and,
0: <laughs> well, and luckily we're we're in a time again that it's it's a little easier to have the ambition of just being a traveling wrestler, yeah. Because yeah. you can still make a living being a traveling wrestler, you know. Like mm-hmm. it, it's there are more eyes on the indies, and it's easier yeah. to get more eyes on the indies. So it I, that's that's totally fair. Um, look, man this this uh, this interview went real quick, did um, <laughs> it? It did. Uh, even with our technical difficulties, me, and what's right? that? Yeah, right. Even
2: faster <laughs> for me.
0: Old ghost, old ghost, Pat. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I I appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time. Um, hopefully, maybe one of yeah, these days down the me. road we'll do this again. Uh, is there is there anything yeah. specific you'd like to uh to put out there in the world? Plug anything? We've got your Twitter handle right below. Anything else you want people to check out for you?
1: Well, that's like the main thing to plug, but uh. uh I would, would like to uh, definitely drop a little blurb about my YouTube channel, okay? Because I have been telling overarching stories about my own evolution since like 2013, right? And or 2014, I want to say. And uh, I put a lot of work into them. It's actually pretty cool because I went back and watched it myself and was like, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh man, I really would. Because the old ones I ain't seen them in a while. But if you go to YouTube.com/slash Trevor Eon official. Okay. Uh, you can follow this ridiculous overarching story. That the sto- the the videos are all labeled and numbered because I stole the system from the ring, the the uh, Nine Inch Nails, uh Halo numbering system. Oh my God! So We're
2: the videos are again. labeled <laughs> like
1: that, so you can watch them in order. Okay. and there there's at this point, it's like a couple. It's a few years worth of video yeah. content, and I'm still like I'm literally working on a video right now. OK, so, yeah, um, that's the main thing, because everything else can be found on my Twitter uh, Touche, yeah. because I won't shut up on there. even though I'm always <laughs> telling people to shut their ass up. Uh, I won't shut my ass up.
0: So. Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I asked you to be on the show, because we've interacted a couple of times on on, uh, on Twitter and you're, you're just mm-hmm. constantly on there. So it's easy to easy to approach. Um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and put all of your links, stuff for the YouTube yes. and everything in the descriptions. Um, mm-hmm. Again, a- anything, anything you want to end on, Patrick?
2: Uh, uh, just watching your stuff and seeing that uh, was it that snap belly to back suplex? Oh, that thing's pretty. <laughs> I appreciate that. my oh, oh, I showed that, my wife that. I was like, check this out, and she's like, ooh. So yeah, that, uh, yeah, that is that nice. Move, that
1: move required some really, really serious uh training to oh, make I sure. I, I
2: believe it. Yeah, yeah, you probably got abs of steel and granite <laughs> and whatever I else. Had a,
1: I had a training class where I literally just had everybody feed in into that suplex over and over <laughs> and over until. So, so now I, it's like second nature. Like yeah, my hips pop up, my back arches, everything second nature all the
2: time. <laughs> nice, because oh, all it's I pretty. do is it's it's pretty.
1: Because all hey. I do is train So
2: <laughs> Good, <laughs> all, I do. all the time. Well,
0: again, I look forward to hopefully seeing you whenever the uh, Journey Pro. Uh, show is reannounced and rescheduled. Yes. Um, and and again, man, I I appreciate the hell out of you being here. And uh, happy fucking Halloween. Yeah.
2: Thanks for having me. Happy Halloween.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right, brother. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, all yeah, right. Thank you, Trevor. Y'all.